Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 17 of the original marketing. Can we say show? I feel like it's a show. It's not a podcast. Yeah. What do you think? I think we covered this, though. I, I just got deja vu from that statement. So maybe it was just deja vu or we've said that exact line. Okay. Well, because every all of our marketing, I keep looking at the promotion for it all and it's all says podcast, but I feel like it's a show. Yeah. I mean, I want it to be a show. I think we, I want it to be a show we've too. invested in it being a show and all not right. just Timothy. audio. Timothy, let's change it to show. All right. We're going to change. We're going to update this. So welcome. That was communication to yeah, that was, that was our marketing communication team, to our by the way. If your yeah. name is Timothy and you're watching this, don't freak out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But episode 17 of the original marketing show, and I'm excited to chat with you, Brady. Yeah, we took, we had a week off after going back to back. We did. A lot of time to think about marketing. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still struggling on the advertising jealousy segment. I am. We talked about this. Why? Why? What's so hard about the segment for you? I mean, I think last episode, we unpacked it a little bit, right? Where we actually, you covered an ad for a brand that I showed you know, a lot of joy and, yeah. you know, it's cause I have those sunglasses, but it wasn't like an ad. And so my birthday's coming up. Okay. Shout out to me. Yeah. Shout know, out. Yeah. Shout out you. But you don't have to send me anything because I have my wife, my parents just, Hey, what do you want? What do you want? And I legit want nothing. Come on. Except for Come on. a two iron. I want a two iron, but there's no ad that makes me want a two iron. It's because my buddy has one. I've hit it a couple times. I hit my driver out of bounds. I'm trying to be smarter with like laying up. What did you play with Brian Bowie? Who's using a two iron? Drew has a two iron. Oh, is he now a two he, iron? Well, guy? he, he kind of wants to sell it. So maybe I'll buy that one. Okay. But there's no like ping ad about their new like core technology. It's like, I'm going to go to Roger Dunn. I'm going to go in the used club bucket. Yep. And I'm really thinking that. There's going to be really good condition two irons because it's kind of a club where people think they want it. I mean, it's probably me right now. Yeah, they think they want it, but they they end up trying to hit it and they just can't get it right. And so, so they someone return it. bought you lessons at UGP. You wouldn't want those. I don't think I'd use them. Jeez. I think if I were to want it, I would already be doing UGP. So you think you got it like that? Essentially, you no. Relax. It's just that's, no, that's no, no, no. I get exactly that's how where I Brady's want golf at. in my life. I I, I want to, but I get where you're at. What you're saying is. I don't want anything because if I wanted it, I would have already got it. I mean, that sounds no, but I mean that's exactly in my I'm... means of finances. Yes, and no, I, yeah. I, I don't want to say I'm not a minimalist. No, yeah, I'm far from that. I follow, but like even the car thing. Oh, I'm going I up on eight years on my car. I just, I don't know. I, I don't find myself seeing ads and being like, does any of it have to do with the L word? <laughs> what's the l word laziness like where it's not worth the juice ain't worth the squeeze do you find yourself because i think you're actually the reason i find this so interesting brady is you're a consumer you're just another segment of the consumers that you and i yeah market and advertise to every day yeah and like i always say no, I'm definitely a, a consumer the goal is to get a human brady cram from apathy to action and i would argue to your point for the consumer who did not maybe grow up with everything but has enough now that they could have everything, they might not want anything. So, so how do you market to Brady Cram? What do you think would get you yeah. to want something? So I don't think it's that I don't want anything. I actually think it's more just how I buy. Okay. Like I look into the product. 
Okay. So like these Cole Haan shoes, they weren't an ad for Cole Haan's and oh my gosh, I want to be that guy Correct. walking down the streets of New York who looks casual, but he also looks professional. I got to be that guy. It's me at Nordstrom Rack looking at the shoes, trying them on, being like, okay. I love this as a digital advertiser. You're like, nothing beats in person. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. That advertiser just doesn't work. So a lot, who would spend time dedicating their career on that yeah, stuff? To that stuff. Like, advertising doesn't work. You just have to go into the store. You literally sound like <laughs> no, the worst point of contact at any of our clients. I think, honestly, <laughs> we've talked about this a little bit, but yeah. I've seen that as, like, my strength as a digital marketer is I'm always trying to market to myself, You're which impervious is a very, like, yeah, cynical yeah. person when it yep. comes to, like, advertisement. But I think that's how I struggle is I, I personally don't see myself too impacted by advertisement, but I am a consumer. I buy products like don't Can get I, me wrong. That's why I say I'm not a minimalist. You're not. Can I be a little bit of a psychologist here? Maybe and oh see boy. if there's a gap. This is a therapy session. Really? It's not. A, it's am not, I being trapped right now? Is yeah, this an intervention? you're going to love it. So it has nothing to do with like where you thought I was going with it. I think from what I can tell what you're saying is you are sold by experiences when you put the shoe on and you took a couple steps in it and then you had to put your old shoe back on that moment of putting your old shoe back on was different enough for you that you decided to move forward with the purchase of the one you had just had on your feet the experience of the shoe walking in it when you were playing with drew choco golf can i ask you a question yeah did you or did you not use his two iron at any time to take a practice swing not a practice swing but every now and then i i like take it from his bag because i want to hit a two okay so also in that instance you experienced the product no i, yeah. I just want is that accurate yeah okay it's used as a theory brady how can we then as advertisers and marketers because i don't think to your point earlier i think what does make you great at this thing is your self-awareness. Yeah. So there's other people just like you that you and I both are struggling to market to at our customers because we aren't able to get them. I used to call it like the magic moment, that moment when you experience a product and it's like, Oh, mm -hmm. I can't go back to life. Like I did before having this before using this. Like maybe the first time you had an ice vanilla latte from intelligentsia. <laughs> Like, I remember my first iced vanilla latte, and I got it at Intelligentsia. Yeah. And now that's just what I drink. But it's hard to find an iced vanilla latte as good as Intelligentsia's. But I experienced it. My point for you is when you think about advertising, how could someone – and use the car. What would you have to experience to get a new car? Would you have to do a test drive? I think so. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to now process this. Cause Sorry, I care. Yeah, I just, I, you know, maybe I just have a very specific formula like per purchase on, I wait probably aesthetics, price, functionality, and probably brand recognition and popularity. Like I know I'm bought into, you know, Oh, these are all of our peoples. And I know the brand perception Correct. of that. So I feel cooler because I'm wearing them, even though no one can see the logo on them. Like I know yeah, that yeah. is a part of my, like I bought my first leather jacket and I just feel way more tough when I wear it. Yeah. I just feel way better. And it's the first one that's real leather. Before, I don't know how real it is because it might not still be. But it was like, it was, you know those jackets, you know, like, you know the Hugo Boss leather black mm -hmm. jacket? If you go into a Nordstrom's or a mall, you always see it in the window. Yeah. I've looked at that jacket for like my entire life. And when I went to Germany for Oktoberfest, 
I knew it was going to be raining and I didn't have a good jacket. So on the way to the airport, I stopped at the mall. And I got myself the leather mm-hmm. jacket. But to your point earlier, I had had it in my cart for yeah, a you, long yeah. time. And I mean, I had to be like making a thousand X more mm-hmm. than what I was currently making in the past to even feel like I could afford a leather jacket or buy it for myself. So I very much have the thing that I got to earn my purchases kind of mm-hmm. thing. But I personally like, I'll walk you through my buying journey and maybe you can apply it to a th- something you bought recently. Yeah. I recently bought a dinghy. Mm-hmm. So I have a boat and I like to go to White's. You've been to White's with me. Yeah, you got to dock outside and you got to ride. You got to anchor up on a mooring and then you got to take the Costco really pu- crappy like inflatable thing with the oars and you send Tanner out there and he has to go do yeah, it. Yeah, that right? was the one I experienced. Yeah. It's the Costco one with holes in the bottom. Yeah, exactly. You get <laughs> wet. You can't wear your jeans. You got to roll up your pants. It's a whole thing. I was like, all right, I'm tired of that. So I wanted to buy a new dinghy. So I go to West Marine. West Marine is the store that you would buy a dinghy from. Yeah. Kind of makes sense? Yeah. But I also know that, like, they don't carry all the manufacturers. Mm-hmm. So for me, when I buy something, I don't like to make uneducated purchases. I also, though, don't hold myself to a, such a high standard that I can know the unknown. Yeah. In other words, it's hard to make sh- to buy the right dinghy the first time. But then once you bought a dinghy and you're using it all the time and now you're noticing everyone else's dinghies, you're starting to ask other dinghy owners what they like about theirs, if that dinghy is good, right? You start to learn a lot about dinghies and then you almost always regret your dinghy purchase. Yeah. So I usually start with a used item. Mm-hmm. So I went to get a quote and they quoted me $6,800 for this dinghy. And I saw the brands they quoted. Now, before I showed up there, I had done my research on all these other brands. So I'd ask them, oh, why don't you carry this brand? Why don't you carry that brand? What do you think about this one? They start to say, well, the glue comes off this one. Oh, I don't like that one for this reason. Yeah. I start to learn a lot more. So then I go on Craigslist and I find the nicest used version of not the exact model they had, but a model they liked. Mm. And I drove three hours to Ventura to save six grand. Did you take the boat? No, no, no. I drove it faster and I threw it in the back of my truck. And I got the 2021 eight foot dinghy, the two and a half power Yamaha for eighteen hundred bucks instead of the sixty eight hundred dollars yeah. quote I got. And I was like, I feel good. Was it the perfect dinghy? No. But did the price make sense? Did I get one that wasn't the worst? And is the engine exactly what I needed? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I feel great about this. You purchase. had a kind of a custom formula with that criteria. But for I never this pumped purchase. up the dinghy, and I've still never ridden any of the dinghy. So I'm not as driven by experience as you are. I'm maybe driven more by knowledge. In other words, yeah. I watched all the YouTube videos on all the days. Yeah, that's what I, so I'm similar. Okay. I'm not okay. going on trying to 50 pairs of shoes. It's okay. like, okay. for me, it's like the aesthetics is the first check. Cause okay. that's what I can see visually online. Yeah, yeah. And then I obviously need to like try them on. Okay. And then it's probably price after that. Like that's just a shoe example. No, of course. So yeah, I don't think I'm at the point where I have to test, like even buy my car. It was a lot of research knowing what hatchback hybrid yeah. I wanted. I do love your car, by the way. It's Thank still you. a classic look. Yeah, the, the look. Yeah, it, 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 it's the aged, aesthetics, it's it it's aged well. Yeah, it did. I have a, a Lexus CT200H 2012. If anyone wants to know what car we keep talking about. It is a beautiful car, though. It's a great model. Great color. Yeah, 35 to 40 miles per gallon. Um, But anyway, like I did a ton of research and then that was I didn't test drive many cars. I then waited six months until the right used one came up. What's the line on price? Because you said something that's really important, and I do the same thing with price. 
And I don't know when I started doing it. But there is a thing when you make X amount of money that you don't think price first. You think quality, aesthetic, and other things. Notice he put price last. Yeah. Brady, who makes less money, doesn't put price last. So when we're targeting humans and we're doing advertising and stuff mm-hmm. like that, at what point do you think people put price lower on their list? Because it happens with now in the agency game. Clients are coming to us and price is not the most important thing for a lot of our prospects when we're negotiating. Yeah. It's who's on my account. Well, it's what's the strategy. How long is it going to take? What are the terms price? I would argue is for the larger, better accounts is pretty low on their list of like things. It's not first for sure. Yeah. I think they're like, that's a different category on how I, but you kind of get where my head is the way I am with purchasing is like, I then categorize, is this an asset or a liability? I think that's what Mm. we're in our situation and asking to meet the team and and having such a deep sales process is making sure they're looking to buy an asset. Yeah, they are. And they've thought they were buying an asset within our category of business. Do you treat shoes as an asset or a liability on your head? A liability. Because they're they're not... They're not appreciating their... What about value to your life? I mean, I I have the shoes for like the occasions where I feel like I need the style of shoe, and then I just wear them down till. Yeah, because the reason I'm asking is, is I'm curious. I think you and I both struggle, and a lot of any marketer who's watching this, I think, really struggles with this upper mid market audience. Yeah. How do you get the upper mid market who could buy what they want to get to a meeting? Right, and hundred five dollar gift cards still work on you and I mm-hmm. at what we make and how successful we are. So like some of the gift card incentives we do for our clients does work on us. What I'm curious about though is like, how do you get someone who doesn't want to buy something to buy something? And I think yeah. experiencing it, experiencing it, it and coming across as an asset. It has to come across as yeah. an asset. Yeah. The two iron is an asset to you because you think it'll lower your score. Yes. So that's why you call it an asset. Not because it depreciates or doesn't depreciate. That's why I kind of called you out on that. It has nothing to do with the actual value yeah, of I'm the item. Yeah, I'm not looking to flip it. It's not Correct. a part of my investment portfolio is this two Correct. iron. So it's not an uh, asset in the purest sense. It's an no. asset in what it does for your life. It creates a net positive outcome for something you care about. Yeah. So for you to want to buy something, it has to give you a net positive to something else that you care about. In other words, you don't care about getting from A to B, so you don't want a new car. Mm-hmm. But if you did care about getting the office faster or for- oh, I go pretty fast on that toll road <laughs> in my Lexus. Don't you worry. It takes a little bit of time. But you know what I'm saying? But your car doesn't align with any of your values. That's why you're not wanting to spend more. Yeah. On it. So I guess values. So theoretically, if someone did want to market or advertise to Brady Cram, they would have to understand your values. And then they could sell you on how mm-hmm. this would increase the net positive or outcomes you're getting from your values. Right. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's a good, hey, that right there, that was a 15 minute yeah. little session, but that's huge for marketing. That's yeah. huge for our audience. That's I, huge for everyone here. I think maybe where I get frustrated is like most of my impressions, I think are trying to fight for impulse buys from me. Yes. And that's where it's just not like, I do love, I love keynotes. Yeah. Like I enjoyed watching Mark Zuckerberg talk yeah. about meta and their partnerships with Microsoft. And I, I enjoy the Apple keynotes, even though I think the innovation has gone out the door and they're just harvesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speak that these Speak small that, innovations for the sake of marketing, even though I heard they did well with yeah, earnings, earnings so was, reports are up. Yeah. That sure. was good to hear. Brady, keep paying. But no, like I like keynotes. <laughs> yeah. I think keynotes like are longer cool. form content because it allows you to be introspective most likely and less like transactional. Yeah. 
But values-wise, if someone – you would impulse buy if the value was so obvious to your own values. I bet you you would. Just like I would. Yeah. I mean, that probably happens mostly with like food, which Correct. is a product, yep. right? I think if I – spent the time to really break down my finances in the food category. I think I purposefully ignore. Yeah, yeah of course. That yeah. that's yeah. like my guilty pr- pleasure would yeah. say I'd be like what I spent on food. <laughs> yeah. So definitely impulse buys when it comes to food. No, but I love it. It comes back to values. It comes back to figuring out what are the values of your persona and think about what we do for a living. We don't talk about that enough. We really don't. I don't hear our clients talk about it. I don't hear professional marketers talk about value and i guess it's a hard assumption to make what is my audience's values yeah and i am i the mass market though like is focusing on me gonna make you the most revenue probably not which is probably but that might not be true because is there anyone who wears more viore no they have a sale coming up this weekend i know my wife somehow told me about it i was like i gotta tell brady on the podcast oh yeah my wife got the notification on her watch while we were doing trunk and treating with our nephews and, and you're going to go. No, I'm not. Because you don't need any more viewers. Well, it's on Thursday. She took the day off. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So that, my wife is doing the same thing. She's like getting yeah, her No, she's got five 10 a.m. tickets on Thursday morning. Scarlett's making a note right now. Like, wait, No, I, I, I slacked her, but she was too late <laughs> on it. She didn't realize she had to get tickets. Oh, I sent her. Geez. Yeah, I slacked her the link. Okay, so I like that. We're helping the fam out. Yeah. So my point here, though, is there are people who have your values. And with ad- where advertising is going today. Mm-hmm. With data getting pulled back, pixel tracking going down, overall targeting getting limited. We're going back in time. Yeah. We're regressing to the old days. Values are going to matter because you're going to have to figure out we want customers who have these values. Yeah. And then we're going to integrate those values into our advertising. And we're going to get those humans from apathy mm-hmm. to action. And mm-hmm. I think that's just something you and I've never done before is like really break out on what are the values of our audience and how do we get to make sure our messaging and our positioning and our value prop aligns with their values. But this has been a powerful little conversation that gave me a new viewpoint. I mean, it's interesting. Like even Viore, I'm sure their ads impact me in a different way. Then you don't realize. Yeah. Cause the way they do about ads their values is like, because they advertise, I see them as a high end brand. That's all their advertisement, right? It's not, I don't know where it's being manufactured. Right. But at the same time, their large fits me perfectly. The experience. It's comfortable. It fits my lifestyle of like work from home. Yep. You know, this is Viore jacket, Viore pants. Yep. But I'm unique to where we only buy from a warehouse sale that we are so lucky to live next to. I know. That happens three times a year. And so my $60 t-shirts I get for $10. Yeah. But But it's because 3,000 other people in Orange County that do that too. Yeah. But I think it's because of all their advertisement and their branding, which is why I feel so good about getting it for ten dollars for the deal yeah yeah, yeah. right i can get ten dollar t-shirts when ten dollars is the full price granted i think it would sacrifice quality and aesthetics and the fit which are a part of the decision so yeah, you're not trying to wear russell no i would say like the advertisement still it still affects me it's why we get so excited about when yeah. we get the tickets for the sale and all those because you know you're getting a good deal and yeah. getting a good deal is probably one of your values yeah you see what i'm saying yeah so that's why that thing gets you from apathy to action yeah. because it, so I just, this has been powerful to know how much values matter. And mm-hmm. I think there's a really good keynote from Steve Jobs on marketing and values that you might want to check out. Okay. But no, this has been awesome, Brady. Really, really cool to hear.
Yeah, it was a segment in itself. I know it was Thera- advertising therapy. It was a little Brady advertising Cram. therapy with Brady Cram. <laughs> no, this is good. I, I mean, I, I, I like kind of told you like I'm kind of frustrated with it. Oh yeah, you're a little cocky that ads don't affect you. No, I, and that's where I want to be <laughs> open minded with like like the Viore ads definitely do. It's just not in a way that I see the ads. I don't get an Instagram ad and I don't click on it and then shop through their winter. Yeah, you're not transactionally influenced, but that doesn't mean you're not influenced. Yeah, totally. I, I just don't feel like I'm influenced in the way the ad was intended to. I don't think they're stoked about the price I get on their clothes. I think they have to do it because of they overstocked. Yeah. Inventory errors. Yeah. We have a client that focuses on that or a prospect. And I said, you can, I'll help you get any deal. You just can't touch Viore <laughs> because that would mess, mess up, up my entire thing. If you help them with their inventory planning and their merchandising, I'd be screwed. I love it. You're like, look, I'll help you fix it for everybody. Except yeah, these guys. This is, this is the one deal breaker. I love we it. We can't help you. We are now going to talk advertising jealousy, Brady. Yeah, great segment into just me saying how I can't find ads and I have an ad to talk about. <laughs> yeah, you do. Hey, this is part of the gig, though, baby. And so, this one probably does affect me. Let's be honest. I, McDonald's crosses I'm, my mind. It's not only McDonald's. It's one of the least um, controversial humans ever. So, so this was aired in the Super Bowl of 2022, which okay. I would say still a controversial person, I think that partnership probably doesn't exist right now yeah i would argue yeah probably less of a partnership yeah and i'll probably be back in five months just the way this world works so we'll probably. see all right let's see it welcome to mcdonald's may i take your order hi can i get a uh... can i get a okay, get in the mcdonald's Ooh, can i get a uh, can i get a yeah can uh, i get a uh... 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 go Bubba, go uh... Hey, can I get a... Ten-piece chicken McNuggets. And what sauce would you like with that? Uh... So, there's a reason why I'm jealous of this ad. Okay. And it's because of the fact that... I mean, I know they showed the menu a couple times and they had that old character like deciding between a fish fillet and something else. But McDonald's brand recognition and people who have experienced their food is so through the roof that they no longer have to necessarily like advertise the McRib is back or anything like that. And they can just get people to think about McDonald's. And I think the psychology behind the, can I get a causes the viewer to think about what would they order? Right. And so it's like almost sparking this anxiety on like, where are they going to get? Which then gets you to think like, what would I get? Yeah, but they ruin it when they get the 10 piece chicken McNugget. Because then I no longer think, what am I going to get? I just think, do I want a 10 piece chicken McNugget? Why do they choose the 10 piece chicken? My brain the whole time. Maybe that's where the best margin is at is on those nuggets. You think so? I doubt that's, that's why. That's such a small order it. too. They didn't make it a combo. No, that they- was all staging for the last joke, which is like the sauce. Uh. Like, that's why they did it was to, like, build a connection to what sauce would you like and then her to go back to. Uh, I found that part really relatable. I really did. I was like, oh, that happens to me. Like, you get up to the front line. You're like, um, can I get a while well, you're looking at, like, your partner and you're like, what do you want? right? And you're doing the whole thing. And I could see that. But they. 
Where does it take me? That it made me think of McDonald's, but where does it take me? Is my only so I, I just think as I watched it, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about the psychology of it. Is like why did they take this approach? And one, I was jealous that they could yeah. take that approach, right? Because yeah. everyone has McDonald's. They probably have their go-to order in their head. And to me, they were trying to spark someone thinking about their go-to order. And I know, like, but when they did the ten-piece chicken McNugget, they they took me out of that. I, mean, I don't think it threw. It didn't throw me off. It didn't throw you off. No. Okay, pull up Scarlett Travis Scott McDonald's too, because I want to see the difference. Because this one drove record sales for them. Was, was this another? before his like concert stampede? They really, hey, look, are on a the, on the, a roll that here. one right there. Yeah. So, because watch what they do in this one. They left you with an ask, and you had to go in and ask for a cactus jack or something like that. But they didn't do that with Yay. So they paid all that money for Kanye without actually monetizing. Like, why Why pay Kanye all that? What did? What was the connection for sales? I think it was just an entertainment moment, like the vehicle he pulled up in. I think just to capture maybe attention drops off at that moment. So that was just a way of them getting people fully back into the commercial. Because you're right. It does have the can I get a is brilliant. That little line is brilliant. I don't feel after watching it the way you felt, but I feel like the ad has brilliance in it. That's why I'm like, here, watch, watch, show, show them the Travis Scott one. I want to see it. I want to show you. What's up, world? Yeah, you. I'm Travis Scott. This is my McDonald's order. Follow me. Here's my quarter pounder with lettuce, pickles, onions, ketchup, mustard, and bacon. Yeah. Here's my fries. Sometimes I do this. Then I dip them into barbecue sauce. Oh, yeah, and my Sprite. Same order since back in Houston, and you can try too. Gotta go. Say Cactus Jackson. And that became viral. There was all these TikTok challenges. They did it with Bad Bunny, too. They had a Bad Bunny Correct. So I'm watching this whole thing, and I'm like, they crushed that. That's a different campaign. Yeah, but they used Kanye, another rapper. They're McDonald's. I know, but like, can I get, let's watch it one more time. I want to watch this. Can I get it one more time? And I'll try to show you what I'm saying, because I agree with you. It is an amazing commercial. I don't know if it made him a penny of money though. That's where I'm stuck. Cause it's such a creative concept already. It does. This is advertising jealousy. Cause the, can I get a is brilliant. And they could have well, done a yeah. whole campaign around it. They could have done a, but this was their Super Bowl spot. So I'm curious. And I couldn't, I tried to look on like Google trends and stuff to track this, but yeah. like if that, help them increase late night orders maybe from the super bowl i bet you it did just because of an ad but the you remember the what's uh it reminds me of the what's up yeah it has a similar sense of create less less humorous yeah i think it's tough for a commercial to stick like they could back in the 90s or early 2000s because of all the distractions yeah and just, we didn't have tiktok then we didn't have instagram then but then they don't have any viral virality to it like kanye doesn't Kanye doesn't get his fans to make to order it like no I definitely think the impact is like in this moment is does it trigger you to think about what is my order what would I get and is that thought strong enough to make you purchase McDonald's in the next three days so your hypothesis you you, you wouldn't have if you didn't see the commercial so your hypothesis in this ad yeah is can I get a is to prompt you to think about what you would order and then go out and go get McDonald's. Yeah, I think it's all psychology. Okay. Let's see if Mass, they do that. I want to watch it again through that. I want to watch yeah. it again through that lens. 
Welcome to McDonald's. May I take your order? Hi, can I get a... Uh... Can I get a... Okay, get in the McDonald's. Ooh, Ooh can I get a... Uh, can I get a... Yeah, uh, can I get a... Uh... 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 Go, Bubba, go! Uh... That was Bubba Watson. Pick me! Hey, can I get a... 10-piece uh, chicken McNuggets. And what sauce would you like with that? Uh... They didn't do the da-da-da-da-da. No. I'm excited for I like the seasonal way they do it. What do they do? It, it's just like a Christmassy kind and of Now tone. they just bring it back with the Christmas jingle? Yeah. I hate how good it is without, I think, being great. Because you're right. It is advertising jealousy. I do think it is a really good ad. I don't think they do squat with Bubba Watson or Kanye for the ad. And I feel like the can I get a could have been epic. I think it is a good enough concept. Yeah. That if they played it out and did a campaign and it definitely could have been better. But I just so. Yeah, it is. It's good. When I find no, stuff like this, yeah. I try to think like what other brand could do this. Right. Because that's the difference with the Travis, Travis Scott is they made a meal and they're advertising that meal. Correct. Right. And even like the old Carl's Jr. commercials, it was like their new $6 burger or whatever it was that came out. They I thought like, it was just hot girls. It was always like a new burger. At least that's what I was looking at. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah totally. St. Cram. <laughs> but <laughs> like maybe Apple, you know, Apple has a brand, even though Samsung has more market share on like, are you going to get the new phone? Are you going to get the new phone? And just hearing that people know, like, oh, they're talking about the new Apple like how, iPhone 14 How would you pros? have tied it better in? Because I think the can I get a is brilliant, and I completely agree with you. What would you have done different to get the intent of it all, which is to get you to go to McDonald's? Is there anything you would have done different, Brady, to get people to go to McDonald's? Because I personally am thinking about McDonald's, but I don't know if it made me want to go. Yeah, I relate, It was highly relatable. Because you said psychologically, the can I get a is making you think of what order you would get. And then ideally, right? Yeah. Make money by driving. And it was it. like masses entertainment. Yeah, it was. And it was. It was good. It was a very good ad. But I don't know if it delivered fully on its premise with how creative, frankly, the can I get a was. That was brilliant. Is there anything you would do to get people to actually. How would you have made people finish it off? Like, yeah, the 10 piece chicken McNugget to me is what killed it. Yeah, maybe. What that, would you have replaced that with? Maybe I think sometimes we talk about like a call to action at the end. You can't do that though if you're McDonald's. It makes you seem like you're not McDonald's. In yeah. Their defense. Yeah, I don't think you can get that narrator at the end to like use his voice to say something too different besides his like ba 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 line that he does. Because you know they have they've had that guy's voice for a while. No, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I think it comes across as like corny on a Super Bowl ad and like desperate to be like, come to McDonald's right now. Mm -hmm. But the can I get a was brilliant. So that's why I'm just like, how do we do, how do we make sure the ad delivers on the premise that we're trying to make someone think about their order and then go order it? Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, how would you do that without doing like a new tagline <sighs> at the end? I know how we could have done it. Same concept. Mm hmm. Super Bowl ad, correct? Yes. Do you know anyone who's going to go do a drive through after the Super Bowl? Or are they drunk and Uber or not driving that day? So like a DoorDash partnership? There you go. Yeah. And then you did a can I get a, and then they had a can I get a, like imagine if you could do a can I get a meal. 
Mm-hmm. And then it was just a pick em. You know how it's like a build your own? But they called it Can I Get a? And then you sent them to the Can I Get a section on the DoorDash app or a QR. Like to yeah. me now. Or like a promotion. If you if you search yes. in the search bar of the app, Can I Get a? Yes. And then no matter how many H's you do, like it comes up with a McDonald's promotion. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, that would have been good because I think DoorDash has gotten a lot of flack for their ads. For like, I, I think they've failed a few Super Bowl commercials and like even in the. You know, I, I like some of their Twitch ads, but even in like the gaming community, they've been looked at as like, this is super cheesy. Like you're trying to connect with us gamers and you're doing a terrible job at it has been yeah, yeah. somewhat of the vibe. So I think it actually would have been smart of them to kind of piggyback <sighs> off of a brand that's done pretty well with advertisement, I'd say, to kind of like get back into the ad game. Because you're right. It is a brilliant ad and they are trying to definitely get you to do something. Yeah, hey Siri, can I get a like that? Even that could have been. That would have been sick. It was hey Siri, can I get a an iPhone, McDonald's, DoorDash? You could have literally partnership. You could have just replayed. They could have split the million dollar, thirty second spot. It would have been a WhatsApp two point oh. They would have won best. That would have been cool. I, I... oh Siri, I know I had that turned on. She didn't give me any McDonald's information. They're listening. <laughs> yeah, um, they are listening. Let's not talk about that. But you get what I'm saying? It's like it, I do think the Can I Get a is brilliant. I don't know if they put the bow on it, but it is no, I'm so with you. good. Like I'm like, like I said, it. I've been I saw this ad and it definitely stood out. It and does I like the out. psychology behind it. It's by no means one where I'm like, it is perfect. There's nothing wrong with it's it. It's so close to it, though. Creatively, we haven't gotten that many ads this good that also. Like the the part that was so amazing was the can I get a and they just messed up the call to action. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been. F- I, I like the Siri. I like the, the Siri door idea you had is brilliant. The Siri one is. And like- I, I like seeing brands get, get together like that. Yeah. We're seeing it in our world of like SaaS with integrations and partnerships we see those partnerships a lot and i think we see it in consumer yeah, as yeah. well oh yeah uh, mercedes just launched an e-bike that's pretty so cool. that was an ad i saw that i was thinking about i'm like ah, i don't i'm not gonna get it i but don't if you had a mercedes already you would probably yeah if i was probably like a big mercedes owner yeah that would push you over. it would have been cool i love it all right let's try mine let's see what we got yeah let's check it out my only mine's as good as yours to be honest i so i'll just give you a little oh kinda... throw in hint i like this ad because where i started from and what i where i started from is i would probably and close close your ears burger king i would probably rather eat nails than order from burger king like off your fingers are we talking like no like just chewing on like actual metal nails okay like when was the last time you went to burger king um fries in las vegas airport no a burger king like a burger king no it was a burger king okay. in the airport it was got fries by, it wasn't even staffed by the employees which is a separate conversation but let's no, just high say school my buddy and i used to go after school because it was close to the high school i've been one time in my time. life in college it smelled exactly like you would think a burger king would smell you know that uh, sewer scent that some fast food joints like jack in the box have when you yeah, walk yeah. in? yeah some something's going on in the parking lot no, it's like inside their store. Oh. I don't know where it comes from. It's like they – but it's a constant thing with these types of yeah. places. But for whatever reason, I would 
Burger King fascinates me. Burger King is this weird case study of humanity that I don't understand. <laughs> they have enough money to constantly run ads. And no one is a public fan of them. People aren't even private fans of them. I mean, hell, in the ad, no one's there. This is what I'm referring to. No one is ever at Burger King. We should do like an on the street segment where we like man stand on the street. Front, yeah, stand in front of a Burger King and just interview people. What brought you to this low in life? <laughs> Why are you here right now? Who hurt you? And just ask some questions. No, I don't. I Burger King is just the most fascinating thing in the world to me because they are everywhere. They are constantly running ads. Yeah. And I know zero humans that want them. Yeah, I mean they got the sesame seed buns going for them in terms of quality that's the only thing i can think of with burger kings like brand is the sesame seed oh you know what i did go once or twice when i was little uh because i liked the crown oh yeah when i was a kid yeah i just remember when i was a little kid i'd like to wear the crown around okay well i liked this ad because everyone does love call of duty oh yeah so if you're someone people hate why not partner up with something that people love? And I thought, I mean, integrating a burger, a fast food burger joint into a video game is not exactly an easy task. No. And I think they absolutely crush this. And I would argue that if you were gaming and playing modern warfare and got hungry, you would actually think about ordering from Burger King at like 11 p.m. So let's watch the ad. Listen up, team. We need to get that meal before anyone else. Security systems offline. Go now. There's nothing. Wait, smells like barbecue. Good job. Now bring it home. Buy the Modern Warfare 2 meal at Burger King and get a free in-game operator skin and one hour of double XP. Okay, so that part... I thought was brilliant. So let's go back and just pause on the call to action. Cause I mean, you get that operator. Look at that guy. You get to play that guy in the game if That's you get a meal. Sick. I would buy their crappy little burger for that guy if I'm spending four hours a day on the video game. And the only way you can get that skin is by buying that burger. That exclusivity, that call to action, the first party, the first uh, player shooter screen they yeah. used to yeah. get me there. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but I thought that this was like a perfectly executed ad for someone who has a horrible product. Well, I, I think it was such a smart partnership. This goes back to, I mean, we talked about it in episode eight, I think. Yeah. I, I think I brought up like Two how jealous ago. I was of, yeah, <laughs> of in-game purchases, yeah. like like skins like this. And I know we talked about mm -hmm. like who who makes the money, who gives the money. Like, is this a mutual partnership? This is definitely a mutual partnership. Yeah. But, I mean, that's such such a cool call to action. Like you said, they're struggling to find people, probably. I mean, they're, they're doing, like you said, they have a lot of locations. They advertise a lot. Like, they must be doing well. So, I don't know if it's a certain region where Burger King is better than McDonald's or Wendy's or if they somehow just have. But it's got a lot share. to it, right, Brady? Like, okay, so how do you think McDonald's feels with Kanye West's latest anti-semitic comments after paying him a bag of money to be in their commercial not good which they should probably know the risk 
of working there's with Kanye. Always a lot of risk when working with a celebrity. Kanye specifically, but I would say yes, a celebrity. Alec Baldwin. Adam Levine. I mean, we can go down the list of people that you think would be safe. Yeah. End up not yeah. being so safe. For sure. Who's the guy from House of Cards? I don't know. He was a bad man. I forget his name, though. But all these people that are very, like, well-respected, famous. Mm -hmm. Their closet might have some skeletons in it. Here. Not this guy. (laughs) Not this guy. He's a made-up character. And people are addicted to Call of Duty. Yeah. And they will do anything for their skins. And in this case, they'll buy. How many people do you think just... Didn't even eat the burger, but just ate the fries and the the drink. I mean, so I'm sure they did this in the first place because of the demographic overlap on like Call of Duty users and Burger King. High school, college eaters. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that did happen. It was like back in the day with Beanie Babies. I think like we would get Happy Meals and like not even eat. Yeah, the second just, one, it was just our well, mom were to addicted the toys, to. Right? Yeah. Well, it was Beanie Babies from McDonald's. They had mini ones. And I remember my mom and her friends were like addicted to collecting them. <laughs> and so we would like each get two Happy Meals. Even better get the mom. But like we wouldn't even. Well, that's an even better marketing strategy because you're not getting the kids to want the item. You're getting the person paying for it to want the item. Yeah. In this case, you're not getting kids. You're getting that what? 16 yeah it's an older demographic they can make independent food decisions they're using doordash oh can you order it you probably could here let's go on our phone real quick let's see if the we call were... duty meal yeah DoorDash. let's see if we could order it and on maybe it's like on the or if you have to do in person it's on the packaging they use yeah let me see like monopoly game feature yeah they're not featuring it hmm Interesting. Is there no search on that, Scarlet? You go up a little bit for me. I'll go uh, search stores, dishes, products. Search uh, Call of Duty. Those jalapeno poppers look like a a tummy ache and a half. No, they don't have it. See, so that to me might be a little bit of a gap there. Because if you're going to run the ads, I would make sure you integrated it into your delivery strategy at this point what 25 percent of sales has got to be coming from delivery for them yeah especially in this demographic yeah like the gamers sure. you're going after gamers late night meals are they open late let's also check that we go to burger king uh, irvine 11 11 30 that's a weird nine. time nine see they're not even open late enough to fit the yeah. call of duty it's a little weird I think it's a great – I love the ad. I thought it was a great idea of them because I like it when people who might not – it's a little bit of magic, you know? Like how do I get get sales up when my food's mm-hmm. not great? Look over here. Yeah. No, I think the call to action is really cool. Like it's a new game that came out. Um, Last week or – yeah, on Friday. Like this is – I don't play Call of Duty, but I play video games. So maybe if it was one of the games like – Apex Legends did this. Maybe eh. – I don't know. It'd have to be food you like too, though. That's probably yeah. Like I connected our so Amazon is Amazon owns Twitch. Yes. And so when you connect your Amazon Prime to your Twitch account, it does give you stuff like this. 
and I did it, but then I realized I don't care enough to I actually like. I got a free like, pack in Ultimate Team when I first did it back. Then. Yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't care enough to then go on my Xbox and then make sure that login was connected. That just seemed like typing on my controller wasn't worth it, <laughs> so I didn't do it. But yeah. it definitely got me to do the initial connection. So there, if if McDonald's yeah. ran that ad for a game that I was actively playing. I probably would have gone out of my way and gotten the meal. How do you not have 24 hour drive through if you're Burger King? It's probably dependent on location. Um, you think so? Like the McDonald's near me, it, the inside closes at 8 PM, but then drive through is open. I don't know when it closes. I haven't gone it to the one in Azusa was open 24 hours. Right? Yes. They yeah. had like a 24 seven drive through. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense to me. When would I eat Burger King? When Carl's Jr. in and out and Five Guys is closed. Yeah. I'm sure there's some locations, like maybe not Newport Beach, yeah. maybe just not in this area. It makes sense for them to have yeah. staff throughout the night. Sorry. I'm just like, it's a great ad. But if I'm thinking now, okay, I'm playing Modern Warfare, then how do you get delivered the ad? How do you make sure? I guess you could do people who follow EA Sports on social media. Twitch. Just any Anyone on streamer playing that game, you could have that as a pre-roll. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, we could do that. We could run YouTube ads for anyone who's interested in Modern Warfare or EA Sports or Twitch. Yeah, people watch clips on YouTube all you, the time. Yeah. I think would. YouTube and Twitch would be the big ones. Instagram would work, too. Yeah. There's a lot of pages about Correct. each game. Twitter, same thing. Discord. I've never done Discord ads. I don't use Discord, but I bet you that. Do they have ads? I don't know. I've never used it. I've used it once. I okay. tried to day trade over Christmas break, so I joined a channel. How'd you do? Didn't work. But I did learn that day trading is a full-time job, and it probably takes two years of doing simulation tr like trading to actually be good at it. And so it's just nice to like give myself that clarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I should probably focus on what I know. Yeah, yeah. It's a little <laughs> bigger lift than the, uh, the gurus made it seem. Yeah. But it was fun. I had COVID and we get between Christmas yeah. and New Year's off and we the market was open. I had COVID. And so I woke up when the market opened and I sat on my computer in this discord <laughs> channel until like an hour after it closed and just listening to these people talk about what they're doing. I was like, this is insane. And I do not have the time to I learn love it. it. It was fun, though. Anyway, that's where I've used discord. Well, Burger King, McDonald's, we're just eating all our. Did you notice I didn't talk crap on McDonald's? I actually think McDonald's is pretty good yeah no, for, gotta... like, mcdonald's for what it is is i think the the goat it's like mcdonald's is better than to me like wendy's and burger king and those spots yeah their stock is doing good too it, i like looked it up because i saw the ad because i was just i was trying to see like yeah, what the any ad, drivers like, yeah, yeah any <laughs> data feedback um yeah. but it's doing well but all the news is like they're increasing prices and their demand is like keeping up because it's, it's expensive if you get two people a meal from McDonald's, it's like 20 something dollars versus in and out is still like maybe 12. The goat. I know. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Welcome to market this. Mr. Zuck has been in the news. Yeah. The activist investors don't like his commitment to the future. Mm -hmm. He saw his lunch get eaten by TikTok yep. and Reels and he had to acquire Instagram. He tried to acquire others. Now, he's desperate to not miss the next big thing. And he fully believes the next big thing is VR. And, and AR. AR. And AR. So here we are. Stock prices plunging. Zuck has exhausted all options. It's time to buy, baby. Twitter has brought in people from the All In podcast. 
to help him solve his problems. Zuck is bringing in the original marketing show to solve his. So Zuckerberg, this is our open application. Thank you for being here today with us. And we are going to be discussing live, raw, on the show today, how we market VR and AR today instead of 20 years when he runs out of money. So what are we going to do, Brady? How do we fix VR and AR? I mean, he added legs. What do you mean legs? So it was a part, I think, of their last keynote around AR, VR was in the metaverse, like the, what's it called? Your... Your fake know. self. What what would you call avatar? Okay, your avatar. Yeah, your avatar. They were all floating bodies. And so they had I it was like a lady's specific role at Meta was to like create the legs on Avatar. But they talked all about like when the legs aren't accurate to like your own or how they naturally move or movements, like it makes you it like throws you off. And so they had to spend a ton of time getting legs right. So that was an addition to the metaverse is there's legs in the metaverse. Yeah, I think this is the problem with the metaverse. Yeah, it's kind of the point I'm trying to prove. Yeah, I don't think the problem is the realism of what's fake. Yeah. I think it's the functionality of it. Yeah. Because I don't think the video games are more fun or exciting. If they were, I'd have it right now and all my buddies and I would hop on at night and play. Well, all the processing is like in the headset. And so I think they talked about in the recent announcement, like partnering with Microsoft. So you can actually run the game on a system that has the power to do graphics and then use the headsets as more of like the screen. It needs to stop being a toy, though. It does. VR and AR has to stop being a toy. Yeah. Which, I mean, my wife her one of the hospitals she worked at they all had oculus headsets for pain management okay which i thought was interesting is they had like a whole oculus training and they use it specifically for pain management okay was one use case where because i've seen a lot of ads like i've seen the meta ads i think with the farmer and it talks about in the future this guy is going to be managing his crops through ar it's like all right, that's not happening today. And by the way, how much in the future will we have to be that the least technologically innovative humans in the world would now... Yeah, farmers have a lot of tech. Brady, are you wearing flannel? No, sorry. Okay, I'm, I'm going to speak for the farmers. I'm only not wearing today. flannel because I was going to wear one today, <laughs> and then I saw you wearing that this morning. Speaking for the farmers, thank you for electing me as your universal spokesperson. Gosh. <laughs> Check out my boots. See, I'm one of you. Oh, yeah. I would argue that they aren't going around as uh, first adopters of all new technology. Okay, I'd agree with that. (laughs) And I would argue that it's more of a toy. I think my issue with Meta and its current positioning is they're still treating it as a consumer technology instead of a business one. Number one. Mm -hmm. And number two... It feels like form is driving function. In other words, it seems like they started as a wearable and then they tried to make it impactful instead of focusing on where the impact was and then designing the solution. In other words, form is following function Mm -hmm. instead of like – or function is following form instead of form following function. And so we don't really have a function for the the product. We just have the form of it. But if I were to give you a VR headset, my – 
argument would be you'd wear it that night, and then it would collect dust. And yeah. If you had friends over, you might use it as like an entertaining thing like we used to do with the Wii when we were younger. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't do Xbox when friends were over, but you'd play the Wii. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think like, I felt like they had some momentum when it was like the the walking the plank game, right? You save the cat at the end of the plank and there was a lot of like user generated content about that. How many times can you walk the plank? Ex- exactly. Like I, they had that moment and then, yeah, I just feel like they haven't spotted a constant use case because at least for me, some of the coolest VR games I've seen is like when people are on this crazy 360 treadmill setup and they're running around playing this like just seems like a crappy version game, of Wii but... Sports. Like why wouldn't they partner with Nintendo? At least Nintendo's already been using the like you can yeah. do the boxing, you can do the golf, you can do the bowling. Isn't that essentially when it comes to a game or a toy, isn't that really what they're recreating? Yeah. So let's scroll though and let's learn about how they're going to make money cuz they can sell all the VR headsets in the world. But if people don't wear them after they buy them, it's not really that sustainable in my opinion, right? Yeah. So let's scroll down. Let's see what the think we're... Oh, there it is. It's down there. Experience the metaverse. Let's go there. Can we click into experience the metaverse? There it is. Cool. This is... We believe in the future of connection in the metaverse. The metaverse provides new ways to connect and share. Do you think humans will ever feel connected when it's through technology? Um, I mean... like Zoom, we've been doing that for a long time. Yeah, already. but... Running a fully remote company. And At I least, still got to thr- fly people out three times a year. I know, but, you know, from a, especially from a sales perspective, meeting a prospect with their camera off, just turning the camera on makes a big difference. Huge difference. So I think going from phone calls to Zoom, there is a difference there. Does it replace in person? No, but camera on gets you closer. And so I guess the thought is, does VR get you even closer? I think that's what like their most recent keynote They're They have a big partnership with Microsoft. And so like meta and Microsoft teams and doing VR based meetings. I think the advantage is like through AR and VR kind of what they're doing in this visual. This is here. sick. If I've ever been able to do this or experience this, does this exist? But that's where like, I don't know is Mark's, well, betting his house on it. Yeah. Is Mark's positioning does he just pitch too far ahead versus like well, that's really my point pitching to the possibilities to now? To fix the marketing yeah. of it, you have to be able to believe it. I think the problem is, is all of this feels fake. Yeah, it's almost like if Apple did a keynote and said, by 2030, we're going to have cameras that do this. No, they talk about the iPhone 14 Pro and, you can buy right and now. the specs of the camera that you can order starting September Whatever it is, I think that might be a lesson. I think that is the issue. And, like, and the this, like this, if I could do this right here, I would buy those glasses. There yeah. are no glasses that look like that. Look at the frames. They're too skinny. Yeah. Where's the computer in them? Now, I'm not saying this can't occur, that the technology doesn't exist. I'm just saying, what am I even buying? Nobody's wearing the VR headset. Oh, these people are. But the earlier people weren't even wearing VR headsets. Mm-hmm. Wearing. So let's scroll a little bit more. And that's what you can get today. None of that wasn't once in the ad. That thing that doesn't even look like the headsets they're wearing in the ad. Yeah, I, I I'm curious if they show. 
I don't remember if like the keynote was releasing that new headset. Could you go up to a little bit, Scarlet? See that? Learn more. Uh, up a little bit more, please. Shared experiences in the metaverse. Let's watch it. So I live in St. Louis. Carson lives in California. We're so distant and don't get to see each other. I miss my dad so much. How you doing, Car? Dad's in the room. When it comes to fishing, I annihilate my father. <laughs> oh, my land. Try not to show me up too bad. It's nice that we're actually doing something <laughs> together so far apart from each other. It's still gimmicky, though. Yeah, I think that's the whole thing. Is like the gra like the graphics suck. Yeah, to where it doesn't build that. Like you can just play video games with your dad. Like you can go on Xbox Live and have a headset, have a headset, and or play Wii Sports. Yeah, they think like the fact that there's an avatar of him there and her there, like that's the magic. Only if it feels like you're there. Yeah. Or else the premise falls flat. And that's where I think it's a problem. I don't think meta, the metaverse delivers on its promise and so that it cannot grow. I think we have to change the promise of the metaverse. I've never found a brand that I've marketed with my own brand itself. My number one thing, you'll be, if you're an executive meeting with me, I'll have is read our brand's promise, right? Mm -hmm. I will make us all understand as the CEO do we do what we promise? Because if we don't, we're never going to grow. Yeah. In here, I don't think the metaverse actually creates human connection. And if that's the promise, it can't grow. Yeah. So let's scroll a little more. Let's figure out what our promise should be if we were the metaverse. And I think that's a healthy way. Fishing was a way for us to just sit there and be together. Okay. Let's see fitness and match. Let's, let's, let's keep looking at their examples and let's see if we can find one that we actually like believe in, right? So if anyone's ever used a Peloton before, I mean, the Peloton classes are pretty immersive and with a real human. So let's see if this is better than a Peloton class. See, and they do that crap where they look and it's like... This is a headset because I'd be sweating in it. She didn't do any, like, they're not wearing even the, it's so objectively bad. This is why Mark is struggling. Yeah. Do you want to work out with that thing on your head? No, I did the, um, I've tried it once. He's making me mad. And I did the golf and I was sweating. Of course you were. It looks like it's a sleep apnea machine and then you're supposed to work <laughs> out. I think that's why they did the thinner headset. But there is no thinner yeah, headset no, to they buy. Don't, they don't have it right now. I don't and know. You can't market. Did you see the guy look at his fake magical wristwatch that doesn't even have it? Yeah, him? it's not believable. It's all like pitching the future. But I think that's where like the Apple keynote might be a good comparison. All right, let's go to Chesney's story. Because now they're giving me someone who like this I like. Maybe she's like, okay, this woman's overweight. Just is what it is. For this individual. I might have. I don't want to mess up their genders. But this individual is overweight. And they might not want to be in public. I totally see it as a use case. Let's see if this could help someone. Let's watch the video. I felt Don't rejected by the fitness be seen. Took me 38 years to break out of my shell. There you go, Chess. Yeah, this is it. something that this is awesome. I never, ever in my entire life 
thought would so happen. Cool. Yes, I Mark! Like this is our strategy. Fitness, but I'm wrong. It's been harder for me to get the weight off because I've got polycystic ovarian syndrome. People will just look at you and think the absolute worst. Yeah. When you walk down the street and somebody yells out the window, you are too fat to be seen in public, you should put a paper bag on your head. That's hard to deal with. Yeah. I wanted to try anything I could. I would dread going into the gym. I didn't feel good enough about myself. Yeah. I wanted to get a bike, but they were too expensive. And I just thought that I would never find any type of physical activity that I would enjoy. And I thought I was gonna die. I thought I was gonna die early. And then I found Supernatural. And that's all she wrote. <laughs> okay, so imagine you're standing in your living room. You put on this small headset, and suddenly you're standing at the foot of a yes! glacier in Iceland or on the Great Wall okay. of China. A coach meets you there and then guides you as you smash yes! targets to the beat of your favorite music in an amazing aerobic workout. There are no mirrors, no judgment, just you feeling powerful and losing yourself in the moment as your endorphins totally catch fire. The day I finished my first workout, I was hooked. Yes. And I've been using Supernatural for 307 days to be exact. Go, Chesney, yes, go. in a row. It's raining, man. I'm all about singing and performing and dancing, and I feel graceful when I'm in that headset. Good. It would take me an hour to do a 20-minute workout when I started, and now I can do two hours without resting. And that is insane. I started to make friends in the community and it was amazing. Nobody judged me. Everybody was cheering me on. That's cool. And that was an amazing feeling Facebook that I wasn't really perfect. used yeah. to. Because Chesney embodied everything we're about, vulnerability, inclusivity, celebrating yourself, and falling in love with movement, we knew she had to be more than just a community member. We knew we had to get her into the studio so that she could inspire others. Yeah, you can hit pause. Okay, so she's awesome. And yeah, and she was like, select, she was doing this on her own. Did it on her own, wore the real freaking headset. Yeah. Using the real actual apps. And now, if I was struggling with fitness, my weight, my self image, I would very much do this and buy it. Yeah. First good ad I've seen out of the metaverse ever. Yeah. Because function. That's an outcome. That's a job to be done of a real human and a real application of the metaverse's technology. Mm -hmm. It created an immersive experience with the privacy of the home, but the inclusivity of a community without the shame of going in public. A perfect use case. Yeah. I've never seen that ad. I've I seen their – they have supernatural ads Okay, where I, I forget how it goes, but it's like the fitness lady like, and people coming up with excuses – so they, they've had supernatural ads, but I've never seen that video. And it was terrific, right? Yeah. So let's go back a little bit so we can hear. I think there was I think that was the third one we clicked on to get here. I think now we're on their blog. So it looks like we ran out of uh let's look at the A A R. Let's see augmented reality. It's all part of his vision. It's the middle card. Yeah, that one, yeah. Yeah. Go to gallery, please. This is the same thing Snap is hiring us to fix, right? Yeah. 
we're literally doing this for Snap, which is their developer community. Yeah, this is AR. all AR through like phones. So like AR filters. Yeah, sorry guys, we're not full of BS. We do work with the biggest tech brands in the world for this. I'm just Okay. So here's my take on it. If I were to be the CMO of the metaverse, I would come up with as many practical applications as humanly possible, and I would delete all futurism of the product. Yeah. It's no longer a future product. The metaverse has arrived. Yeah. Because if the metaverse isn't here, why should I get from apathy to action? Mm -hmm. I'll get to the metaverse when it's ready for me. Yeah. Is my take on it this whole time, by the way. It's my genuine take. It's like the metaverse isn't ready for me. It's too new. It's too immature. I'd rather play my Xbox. I don't want it for video games. I don't know what it could practically help me with. I'm now starting to see it because I got to hear Chesney's story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm curious how much they got distracted by like the headlines of someone just bought the house next to Snoop Dogg's in the metaverse for $2 million. Oh, like the web three crap of like just the whole like, well, there's like this crazy, like with the NFT and the metaverse was kind of along the same lines with like virtual real estate. And there was a ton of hype around like how much property was going for. Yeah. It's when, it's when Zuck wants us to like do their, like it's a virtual office. Look, your avatar's walking around. Oh, there's Susan. Say hi to Susan. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, man. I'm just from the CMO's perspective. I wonder if they like got distracted from that type of hype to where they're like, Oh, we got to go. My job is done. Like, look at my headlines. Look at all the impressions we get from people talking about the metaverse. But I feel like that is not the case anymore. No. And we just saw a B2C one. Can you show me a B2B application really quick? Maybe show me, um, the uh, farming ad that Brady's referencing, Scarlet. I think that'd be great. Uh, farming with uh, metaverse. Yeah. Or meta AR. Uh, they're like uh, meta. Can you do meta.com? And just, yeah. Plot like space in meta.com. Maybe just go to the video tab. I might be able to recognize it. Yeah. Nope. Like, let's start there. Right there. Urban planners. That's. I just need. I just want to. Be, oh yeah. yeah I just that, want to that is it. Space. There you go. That's okay. it. That top one. Yeah. I didn't recognize. I just the want to see like the B two B use case. The metaverse may be virtual, but the impact will be. See that? Like this? Go up. No more will. No more will. Yeah. So this is the commercial I've been seeing. Okay, so it should be the metaverse may be virtual, but the impact is real. Yeah. But watch the ad and you'll see why they say. But I don't need a fake ad. I need a real story yeah. of someone's life changing. Yeah. From the metaverse. All right. Hit, hit it. Let's see. It. Let's see. It. Some people say the metaverse will only be virtual. But one day, this farmer will use augmented reality to help ensure the best Ken, yield. The glasses. It's like super Urban bad. Urban planners <laughs> will model traffic solutions to help decrease commute Motion times. graphic overlays. Exploring a spacecraft in a museum is one thing. But one day, the metaverse will help students learn about the rings of Saturn. The metaverse may be virtual, but the impact will be real. No, the impact is real. I'm telling you, if you keep putting the value in the future, my buying decision will be in the future. Yeah. 
That's the problem. You you can't tell me about what the value will be when your sales are down today. Yeah, it's like if Elon only talked about flying cars. It's like him with the Cybertruck. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good example. But like, let's say you only talk about flying cars. Or Mars. If Mars was still the entire premise of Elon Musk yeah. and he hadn't done anything. Yeah, he had these Model 3s he just wasn't talking about. They have a real use case for the darn product. I bet you there's some... People using it. Can we go down a little bit, see if there's any other? I want to find one B2B real example that I could advertise. Yeah. Like one real thing that they. Oh, here. Watch the film. Let's watch that. Imagine how urban planners. No, watch urban planners. Yeah. I'd be curious if they had like a pain therapy one. Because like I said, that's the one B2B use therapy case. Therapy could be great. It, that no, therapist. Yeah. Well. No, but th- you, I would. Love to do therapy from the confines of my own private room. I don't have to have the embarrassment of parking my car and maybe walking out. Like, I think there is a thing about attending a therapy. I know they do virtual therapy now on Zoom. But the metaverse could bring it even more to life, potentially. Yeah. Okay, let's see this one, though. One day, urban planners will be able to model traffic in augmented reality to help reduce commute times. The metaverse may be virtual, but the impact will be real. Yeah, see this? Yeah, you, just you keep scrolling down, please. I want to find around. one darn thing you can do in this damn metaverse. It's driving me nuts. Immersive learning. VR for good. Maybe VR for good. Let's go to that one. Yeah, that looks like it could be a real thing. Yeah, he's got headphones on. He's got the headset on. Okay. Oh. These are bank. It sounds... I'm on a non-profits page. Let's keep scrolling. So oh, it's like all. Okay, keep going. Okay, sometimes it's not only about social justice. First, you got to make your product useful. And I'm not against social justice advertising. But if the only real thing your product does is fake, in the sense that the social justice can only occur if the marginalized people or communities have a functional use case of the product. Yeah. Then you're not even delivering on that promise either. So not only is the product going to be better in the future, its impacts don't exist. Mm-hmm. But here's where it will. And they're like, we will make sure in the metaverse that everything is e- – it's like heaven. They're creating heaven in the metaverse, which is great. I don't think they shouldn't try to do that. But heaven's codependent on faith just as much as the metaverse is right now. Yeah. It's all about – one day now it looks like their ads are primarily i would argue to get engineers to start building on the platform right maybe or but engineers aren't the best people to sell to so if we shop metaquest what can i buy maybe trying to change the course of the stock is people invest for the future so let's advertise the future to change this trend line i'd okay so but she's okay so these are all the Can you do any of these things? So this seems a bit more. They have the headsets on in the studio, which is cool. I I don't think that's bad. It's they have new. the virtual hand, so it's like actually them doing it versus just like the Correct. motion graphic overlay. So let's scroll down though. Are we gonna see? Okay, let's keep going down. That one. By the way, why aren't they using the Pro and all the new? So ads? MetaQuest Pro looks way more. Still not that thin one we were seeing earlier. No, though. it's not the sexy thin one that we keep seeing. Step. NFL Pro Era, the first fully licensed NFL game in VR. Make like, okay, this is kind of cool. I haven't seen any of these ads when I watch football. Social entertainment product. Go to productivity. I want to see that one because that's kind of where I think you're going to get, you know, the 
the the skeptics so if we go down as big as meta is i'm sure the pages we're on right now get no. under a thousand views a month it's, if that okay so meta horizon workplace can we go on that one please workrooms that looks like a pretty like a strong use case let's see if they if it's real because if it is i mean let's let's use it more utm source meta.com <laughs> okay if we go down there's immersive weight and flexible rooms join from anywhere okay wait you don't need a headset they have speakers in them i think no it says you don't need a headset to join can you see a 50 year old vp putting on their vr headset no how much does it cost please let me click on that yeah that should show us i mean i, I like that price comparison is a bike was too expensive because they're not crazy they, you can't even get a price here they're gonna make you talk to their sales team for the metaverse for b2b see I, I think they have a positioning problem. I think the tech is actually there. I think the use cases are probably there. I think their yeah. other crap is so futuristic that I don't believe anything they tell me. Yeah. I think this page has like the Microsoft. Yeah, I did. I saw their CEO on it. Try Googling Oculus pain management. Pain release on Oculus Go. Let's go to that one. Because that's cool. still meta. Yeah. Pain relief. Okay. Oh, that's a game. Yeah, this or is general says what the mechanism of not fully understood. The studies have shown that it can help in part because of the fully immersive distraction. I mean, that's a stretch. Yeah. It's but this not is just aspirin. The, <laughs> the title is misleading. Aspirin. Pain relief does not give it justice. It should be called Wispy Windmills or something like that. In other words, just market it as a fun game. Yeah. All right, go back. It, the comment is the perfect. Let's go back one more time. Uh, Scarlet, just to like the Google. Yeah. yeah, let's see if we can find what he's talking about harvard health maybe but this is an existing thing i've gotten one professional massage in my life and it was a deep shoulder massage and they had a screen there for like pain management they had like the it was like the caribbean like video playing to distract you from the pain that's crazy it was terrible i would never do it again okay so in november of 2021 the fda authorized go down for me real quick the marketing of a prescription home use vr device to help reduce chronic lower back pain okay you're telling me that your headsets reduce lower back pain, uh, my guy? Zuck, advertise that. Yeah, do a case study with Hogue Hospital or in Newport with Beach. Harvard <laughs> Medical School. I am literally Mark Zuckerberg. I went to school at Harvard. They are doing a full study out of Harvard on this. And if Harvard concludes that Oculus or the Meta Pro, whatever it's called, helps lower back pain, mm -hmm. that will drive sales. Yeah. The problem with his metaverse is you can't experience it. If I were to do the marketing for a metaverse, and I hope to God, Mark, you one day watch this and you hire us. I would make all of the function real. And when you do your keynote, talk to me about the future. But when you market to me, talk about what I can get out of it now. I'm a selfish human who doesn't have a ton of money. If I'm going to spend my money... I need real value in my life. And there, I haven't seen one ad they're running that lets me know that I can get an experience the value now. So if I get the value tomorrow, I'll buy it tomorrow. If I can get the value now, I'll buy it now. Mm -hmm. And I think everything in their marketing has to go back to the now. What do you think, Brady? Yeah, I agree. I think there's tons of opportunity too. I just think like back pain. I think of, you know, women going through pregnancy. Oh, yeah. And like the strategy here is you find a segment going through back pain. You then layer on a demographic where the husband is into gaming. And if you can create that conversation, the household is like, hey, 
honey, I know I've been going through this pain. I know we've changed the bed firmness. It's not working, but I saw this Oculus thing. I think it could help. If you advertise that to someone going through pain in pregnancy seen as a solution and you strategically position that where you know the husband is into gaming, yep. like that's going to spark a purchase. A thousand percent. And how does it work with um, meditation? For me, meditation is very hard because it's hard to get to that full spot. Imagine if yeah, Calm was, yeah. calm and Meta do a partnership. Kind of like those float tanks. Like they're completely dark. I've never done but Yeah, one, if I could but... put that headset on and they had the sounds and they yeah, had the forest. Meditation. And it was a yeah. guided meditation. But I'm in the experience and I can see it all. I don't have a stupid avatar. But I'm just seeing out of my eyes like first person. And I'm in this area and I've got the sound. I think I could let go. I think I could get to the place I'm trying to get to. There's yeah. so many real things you can do with it. Why keep doing the fake? Yeah. No, I totally agree. I wonder where it's coming from. If it's all investors, right? Investments are long-term, so we have to pitch the future. But the tech is there now for the current. I think we just have to be okay with the future being the future. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think the golf is good too. Like I've done it once for golf. Yeah. But it, my friend didn't have, you can buy a third party. Like people make a golf club yeah. that holds the controllers. To finish the experience. And so I was doing it just, my hands were free and I was trying to replicate the swing. It wasn't as good. Correct. But if like Meta came out with that extension, kind of like Wii Sports, they have all these accessories, like the steering wheel for Mario Kart yes. that you put the controller in. Yes. And they just leaned in on like, you can golf tomorrow. Now. As long as we have one day shipping, you can do this all tomorrow. We have the club too, because we've noticed it's a way better user experience. You get Justin Thomas to sponsor it, just like he does with the Whoop bracelet. Now you get him to yeah. do the VR headset and you show him practicing. Go to PGA events. You get three of the PGA Tour swing coaches to do three different VR lessons on there. There's a way to do this and make a ton of money, Mark. Yeah. You just have to stop being in the future and get to the now, and the product will work. And it's it would normalize product. it, too. Like, yes. focusing on the now would then just normalize wearing headsets. It would accelerate adoption. Yeah. Mark, I hope you like this. <laughs> Everyone else tuning in. Tag Mark on social media. <laughs> tag Mark on Facebook and Instagram. Let's get him to watch this video. If we could get Mark to watch this video. Oh, my gosh. That would be the coolest thing ever because I genuinely think his product and his vision isn't 10 years away. It exists right now. He just keeps telling the wrong story. Yeah. So, thanks for tuning into the original marketing show. And uh, like, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, leave comments, tag Mark. Switch your Chrome profile view again. Go incognito <laughs> view again, like again. And, and uh, we'll retweet, reshare, and share again. So yep. thanks.